What is up? I am Mark Savant, and this is the After Hours Entrepreneur, where we break down the tips, tools, and tactics of some of the greatest business minds of our time. If you're ready to burn the midnight oil and to create a life and business that thrive in a rapidly changing world, well, you're in the right place. Let's get into it. Welcome to the show. I am honored and excited to have you here today. I've got a great guest, really, really thrilled to share his message. John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneurs on Fire joins the show. He is one of the biggest podcasters on planet Earth. His show, Entrepreneurs on Fire, gets millions and millions and millions of downloads. He's worked with everyone from Tony Robbins to Dean Graziosi to the team over at ClickFunnels. He's just incredibly inspiring. And in this episode, he is just laying down knowledge on us. If you are at all interested in reaching people via podcast and video and social media, this is a must listen to episode. We move really quick. We cover a lot of really important tips, tricks, and tactics of podcasters. But listen, if you're going to step up your game, you got to learn from the best. And John Lee Dumas, my friends, is the best. So put on your seatbelt, get ready. This episode is a roller coaster. Before we get into the episode, I want to encourage you, head over to MarkSavantMedia.com. I have a free gift just for you. It's really going to help you to propel your business forward and get you that kickstart that you need to really get off the ground and start crushing it. Listen, the world is changing rapidly and I have the tools for you. So head over to MarkSavantMedia.com and I would love to give you a free gift. Without further ado, let's get into some jam-packed content here with John Lee Dumas. Today, I'm joined by host of the top-rated Entrepreneurs on Fire. He has over 1 million monthly downloads and seven-figure annual revenue off the back of his podcast. John Lee Dumas, welcome to the show. Mark, I am fired up to be here, brother. Thanks for having me. Me too. Thank you for joining me. So let me start. We're in a very crowded space now. A lot of people are getting into podcasting. What separates an average podcast from an excellent podcast? How can we stand out? First off, an average podcast may as well be a horrible podcast because if you're average these days, like you're not going to generate an audience. You're not going to create a podcast that is meaningful just because it is a saturated marketplace. But if you want to make your dent in the world, to have an impact, to share that voice and that message and that mission with the world, you've got to create a podcast that solves a specific problem that provides a real solution to an actual struggle. You've heard it before, the riches are in the niches. It is not different for podcasting. Like launching another podcast to interview entrepreneurs, it's not gonna work. But if you launch a podcast that is specifically to serve vegans who at the same time love yoga, the yogi vegan is going to work because you are going to find your tribe. You are going to be able to fill a void that's not currently uh, being filled in the podcast market space. So. That's what's going to separate an average podcast, which will fail, from a great podcast that will win. I love that. Niching down, getting to know your customer, getting to know your client, getting to know the people that really love what you do. So let me kind of dive into that a little bit, John. How do we convert just an average listener, maybe it's their first time on the show, into a super fan, into part of the fire nation or part of something that, that really is meaningful for their life? You change their life. Like you are literally adding value to their life by providing them a solution to an actual problem they have. I mean, Mark, if I was to ask you a question right now and you're like, John, like, 
I am so struggling with creating a funnel that can actually convert, you know, so I can actually make money in my business. Like I'm working hard. Like, look at this, you know, painting behind me of my palm trees. Like this isn't free. Like I've actually got, you know, bills coming in. I've got a family to support, help me create a funnel. And then I go, well, listen, Mark, I've got a completely free funnel course. It's eight videos. It's going to take you through a process of how to create your first converting funnel. And it's, it's free. It's called funnel on fire. Here you go, my friend. And then if I give that to you, it's free. And then that works for you. Like, do you not think that you will become that raving fan that you just mentioned? That's where the gold is. I love that. So kind of providing just as much value upfront as possible. So people are like, ah, John's giving me all this stuff for free. What can I get in the mastermind course or in his special community? I think that's, that makes a lot of sense. And that's something that Gary Vee's a big fan of giving away your best stuff for free because people will just get hungry and hungry for more. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. So you've obviously had a long journey, been podcasting for many years, J, JLD. What was that aha moment for you? What was it? What was the time in your history where you just said, this is, this is it. This is the aha moment that's really made the difference in your business. It was launching the podcast. I mean, it was literally walking down the street, listening to a podcast, being like, you know what? These episodes are so good when people are interviewing entrepreneurs about their successes and their failures. Like I'm learning so much. I'm going to go home right now and I'm going to find that daily podcast that comes out seven days a week with a new episode, with a new interview, with a successful and inspiring entrepreneur, because that's the show that I need right now in my life. And Mark, I went back to find that show. It did not exist. And then I remembered that great quote by Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world. Like I wanted that show to exist. It didn't exist. I, filled that void. Now, was I good? No. Did I think I was going to be good? No. But I was doing a daily show. I was putting in the reps seven days a week. So I got better fairly quickly. But at the end of the day, like the reason why Entrepreneurs on Fire won is because I found a niche that wasn't being served. I filled a void that had not yet been filled. If I just launched a seven day a week show, sorry, a once a week show, like other podcasts were already out there in the space. I would have struggled. I probably never would have gained traction. And that was back in 2012 when there wasn't even that many shows around. So you can see why right now it's even more critical than ever to really identify one problem that your podcast is going to solve. That makes that makes a lot of sense. And it's, it's cer certainly very difficult to do. I think it's really easy to caught up in that. Well, someone's already done it. Someone's It's already been done. But I think that it's, it's just really important that you, you dig in, right? You dig in, you start finding and, and listening to the people in your community, which, which honestly is a little bit of a challenge, I think, in podcasting, right? Because you, you post a podcast and most of the platforms don't give you a lot of feedback back, right? It's not like on YouTube where you post a video and then there's a, a ton of comments. How do you get that feedback from your community, John? Engagement is not easy in the podcasting world. It takes time to build an audience to a size where you actually are getting feedback, where you actually are getting comments. It's yeah. tough, but I love the quotes that the higher the barrier, the lower the competition. And if you really realize that, you'll realize that, hey, it is tough to build an audience to a level where I'm actually getting engagement, but it's tough for everybody. And so most people are going to give up. And, and since I'm not going to give up and I'm going to get over that barrier, I'm going to win at my level. And so that's a really important and critical thing to realize. And then I can just say, you have to be asking for the engagement. You have to be giving a reason for people to engage. Like a huge, you know, piece of advice that I give people, because it's a huge mistake a lot of podcasters make, 
is they say something along the lines of, all right, if you get a chance, go back to my um, uh, website because I have a newsletter. You can sign up for my newsletter, blah, blah, blah. Like who's going to sign up for a newsletter just for the sake of a newsletter? Like yeah. who needs more emails in their inbox? Like nobody's raising their hand right now. What people need are solutions to their problems. So your call to action at the end of your show should be an incredibly valuable and specific call to action that's going to be solving a real problem. Like for instance, one of my calls to action, and I have eight that I rotate on my show is, hey, listen, I've done over 2,600 interviews. I know that most entrepreneurs struggle accomplishing goals. So I created a completely free goals course for you, freegoalscourse.co. Go check it out. I will teach you how to set and accomplish a goal with this free course. Go check it out, freegoalscourse.co. So I'm giving them an actual reason to go to sign up for this course. And guess what? Now they're in my e- now now they're on my email list. They're part of my subscribers. They're getting more value, more content from me. And I'm able to ask them questions in my email sequence, like, what is your biggest struggle right now? So in that way, now I'm engaging with them because I'm asking them a direct question. They're giving me a direct answer on their struggles. And I'm able to really start the engagement in that way. But with just these kind of vague, broad, and not very specific calls to action, people are really struggling. Yeah. And I think one of the smart things you can you can do with that, if you're, so let's say, like you said, you've got eight different calls to action for your various shows. If someone's like, okay, this is the call to action. I'm going to sign up for that list. Well, now you have a more specific, you, you can understand more specifically what their need is, right? So now you can cater your emails and your targeting and your messaging because you understand what their interest is right? You can understand what their problem that they need solved is, right? So somebody that gets on that email list is going to be getting emails specific to goals. Somebody that gets yeah. on my free podcast course list is going to be getting emails specific to podcasting. Like you have to customize and segment things out to speak to that individual's specific struggles. Like that's the core, that's the key. And you can do it with the tools that we have these days. It just takes a little forethought, a little effort. Once the systems are in place, they're in place. So let's, let's lean into that a little bit more, John you systems, right? Because obviously uh, creating a podcast every day of the week, blogs, specially catered courses, classes, masterminds, you're doing all these different things with entrepreneurs on fire. How, how can we scale our show? How can we scale our podcast to meet all these specific needs? Should you scale? That's the question. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people are just stressed about scaling and growing and how do I market this better? And I'm like, well, your podcast sucks. So you're going to scale and, and, and get more earbuds and, and earballs on this podcast that, that sucks. Like, how about you first focus on your craft? Like, how about you first create a good podcast? How about you first create a show worth listening to? And then things will grow naturally and organically. And, you know, maybe you shouldn't be scaling and growing at, at a high speed right now because you're just not ready for it. So you need to be building the right way, not just the fast way. So when you want to, you know, pour a ton of energy and potentially money and effort, you know, into a marketing plan and people are going, they're like, oh, this show's bad. And then they're gone. Like that was a complete waste. Like you want to make sure that you are building the right foundation, working on your craft, honing your skills, becoming good at what you do so that when people do find your show or when people do listen, now they become your evangelist. Now they go to their friends and their family and they're talking about your show and you're getting these now organic and, and referral leads that are coming in and listening. Now you're growing still slowly, but you're growing the right way. And so that's something that I just want to kind of plant as a seed for people is, you know, there's like, oh my God, John, like I'm not doubling my listens every single month. I'm like, good. Cause you shouldn't be like, you're, you're not, 
your show's not good enough for it yet. Like when I launched Entrepreneurs on Fire, I was a bad podcast host. Like it took me a long time to become good at my craft. Yeah, you think about, oh, I'm gonna become a doctor. You don't just wake up one day and you start opening up someone's chest and diving in, right? Like you have to work on it. You have to hone your craft. So we've talked a lot about niching down and how important that is in a crowded space. John, what are some audio tips? What's the number one audio mistake that you hear people making in their podcasts? As far as audio quality, I mean, one of the biggest things that I definitely see is you're just not educating your guests that are coming on. Like my guests literally get an email walkthrough of what bad audio sounds like, why you need to be having an earbud or as you have a headset, why you need to be having you know, an actual microphone and not just relying on your computer um, to, do, to do the work for you. Like I literally am educating them on that process and, and I let them know, I'm like, this is for your sake. Like when you sound bad, you look bad and you sound stupid. And like, you don't want any of those things. Like this is your chance to really make a good connection, a valuable introduction to my audience. I have over a million listens per month. You've probably never big, been on a bigger stage in your life. And you probably never will again. Why would you not make the most of it? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And, and quite frankly, I've been using Zoom uh, for for a while, but I just kind of realized that this, the quality of audio on Zoom is just, for whatever reason, I think it's gone downhill because it used to be, it used to be okay. It used to be decent, but I, I had to get off that. So now I'm using Squadcast. Yeah. And honestly, when you reached out to me and you shared that we were switching from Zoom to Squadcast, I'm like, good for him. He's figured it out. <laughs> I appreciate that. I was, I'm a little bit, a little bit inspired by listening yes. to Entrepreneurs on Fire, right? I'm getting- It sounds so good. It, uh, you know it, you know it, you know it. Okay, great. So we've talked a lot about creating a great podcast. So one of the things that you've been excellent at is converting these listeners into buyers. And one of the most powerful ways to do that is with affiliate marketing. Give me a tip. Give me a hot take. How can we convert listeners to purchasers through affiliate marketing? What what makes you special? How are you executing so profoundly on that? You just have to understand like what a funnel is. And that's the process is you're not just going to be like, hello, my name is John, let's get married tomorrow. Like it has to be a process. Like you've got to be introducing um, yourself to an individual. You're going to be building up no like, and trust by delivering them free, valuable, and consistent content. And then having them take that next step with a call to action that's giving them that next layer of value. And then as you build up that trust to a certain point, then you can introduce the premium offer. You can introduce the coaching. You can introduce the course, the product, the service, whatever that might be but it's a step-by-step process. That's how you win. Yeah, don't don't sell too quick. Just take him out to dinner a couple times first, right? I mean, <laughs> that makes sense. Or her. or her, him or her, just take him out to dinner, you know? Um, awesome. So John, if, if you had to go back, start a podcast today, and it wasn't about entrepreneurship, I'm curious, what would you talk about on your podcast? Health and wellness, just because that's where my focus is right now. And because I'm curious about it, because I'm passionate about it, it would really make for you know a better and better show for me and for my listeners because that's a couple key ingredients to making a good show. Like the curiosity, the passion, the excitement has to be there, as well as the value, the knowledge, the skills. But I would make sure to choose a topic within that that I actually had some knowledge in as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Sometimes when you get so fired up about entrepreneurship, you end up losing your way and you build your own prison, you know, <laughs> which is something I, I think about quite regularly. Okay, cool. So I'm going to get into some quick rapid fire questions here with you, John. Best item for under 25 bucks. What do you need? Logitech headset. Love it. Uh, if you could wake up and only do one task for the day, what would you do? Drink water. It's a good one. Uh, favorite subscription. 
Audible. Love it. And finally, if you had a billboard that reached millions and millions of people, what do you put on your billboard? Try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. JLD said it. I agree with it. John, thank you so much for your time, brother. Wow. John just dropped so much knowledge. I was incredibly impressed with his professionalism and ability to just communicate. And listen, that's what happens after you've done thousands of podcast episodes. You're not going to be as professional as John right off the bat. But if you can implement some of the tips and tactics that he just gave you in this short episode, you're going to be better. I know I am. Walking away from this 15-minute conversation led me to just be inspired and ready to actually apply some actionable tools. So get on it. Thanks again for listening. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button so you do not miss out on any of the valuable, valuable conversations that I'm bringing to you. Some of the best minds in the business world coming straight to your earlobes. So make sure that you smash that subscribe button. And also do me a favor, leave a five-star review, leave a comment. What did you like? I would love to serve you and give you more of what you need. So hit that five-star button right now before you do anything else. Hit that five-star and leave a comment. I am Mark Savant and you've been listening to the After Hours Entrepreneur. Make it count. Peace.